0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Taking It to the Mats. I'm Matt, he is Raw Matt,
1: and today, what do we got, Matt? Right, so today we've got, for our viewers and listeners, the real Ultimate Challenge. And, you know, looking at the challenges that Ultimate Warrior had as soon as he was named champion, the things leading up to it, and, you know, was was the Ultimate Challenge pinning Hogan in the ring? or dealing with the politics of the time and having Hogan still still being the face of the company. So I'm interested to get, awesome. you know, your thoughts on some ideas, some thoughts of some rebookings, you know, knowing kind of some of the primary sources from the era from the era, you know, what what, what behind the sta- stage people were saying. Yep. So I guess before we get going, um, can you kind of refresh us a little bit as to where the company was at the time? you know, what else was going on at WrestleMania six, because, you know, I think we were talking about, you know, approaching this just from the lens of WrestleMania six, but then you look at the card and you look at this match and I think you can't, it's all about the ultimate challenge. I you don't, know, yeah. yeah. these two titans of, of the business. Let's, you know, I think this is where we want to dive into. So yeah. we kind of help us, help us put a context to all this. Yeah. So like we've talked about before,
0: this WrestleMania 6, 1990, April, uh, the Sky Dome in Toronto, um, this was pretty much the pay-per-view before it all started for me and you. Like we, yep. we kind of tuned in right around, right after that. And like I rented SummerSlam 90, which was August of that same year. Like I rented that as one of my first, video rentals and obviously i started really watching in 91 but knowing that SummerSlam 90 was pretty much it was the pay-per-view after wrestlemania six yeah right. wrestlemania six four wrestlemania six was just a game changer i feel like for wwf wwe um wrestlemania five wrestlemania four and five were based around hogan and savage hogan and the macho man so savage winning the wwe championship at four in the tournament hogan you know being his friend and and helping that happen and then yeah and then becoming the mega powers then you have the mega powers collide where they turn on each other and then you get hogan savage against each other at wrestlemania 5 hogan comes out on top um then you have the emergence of the ultimate warrior um they they talked about how The warrior was getting that pop, that LOD pop, uh, you know, Legion of Doom pop. That you know, you hear the music and you just go crazy. He was getting the pop that Hogan was getting, and we can we can kind of talk about that later. One of the questions I had was was it um, like was it okay that Warrior was getting that pop, and there, and but also being like the mid card. Mm-hmm. or did they absolutely have to push him in to the main event spot that quick and so looking back on it and doing the research they knew at so when WrestleMania WrestleMania 5 SummerSlam then Survivor Series and Warrior was there at Survivor Series and his yep, yep. his team won and they knew at Survivor Series that it was going to be Hogan Warrior that was their plan for WrestleMania 6 so <laughs> They had the, the altercation, the the stare down at Royal Rumble. Yeah, where, crisscrossing the ropes. Yep. And, wow. like, I mean, that definitely, I think, solidified it. Because you get, like, Hogan and Warrior, like, throwing people out simultaneously. And all of a sudden, like, they both kind of realize they're in the ring with each other. Everyone in the building, like, <laughs> rises to their feet. And it's just <laughs> an amazing moment. They get face-to-face. Then they do the crisscross. They double clothesline. And then Warrior ends up getting eliminated kind of by Hogan in a way. Um, Hogan ends up winning uh, the Rumble as the champ, um, <laughs> which is kind of just, <laughs> just a weird spot. Yeah. Um, looking back at what the Royal Rumble should mean for people. But, um, and then you get, uh, so it goes Royal Rumble, and then WrestleMania. You get, a, you get a couple Saturday night main events in there where Hogan and Warrior kind of, they, I think they tag team one time. Yes. Yep. And the, the other time, they're working singles matches. Um, I think the warrior, may, I think he faced Dino Bravo, and mm-hmm. Hogan faced Perfect. And they go through, yeah. through the
1: save, and there's that awkward confrontation yeah. where mm-hmm. you know, it was a warrior drops Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. And Hogan gets up, and they're ready to go at it. And then
0: um, there was a save where Hogan saved the warrior from Earthquake, in the Dino Bravo match, like Earthquake was gonna do something to Warrior and Hogan made the save, and Warrior got up and was mad and said, I don't need you to save me. And that mm-hmm. was that was one of their last confrontations before WrestleMania Six. So they did, you know, they called it the ultimate challenge. This, I mean, WrestleMania Six was just like I wish I was into it then. I mean, mm-hmm. Warrior was my guy. Like oh, yeah. we're going we're gonna look at this obviously from different angles, but 1990, being eight years old, <laughs> uh, oh. Warrior Warrior was, you know, he was the up and comer. He was my guy. I mean, I loved Hogan too, but um, he, he had a different, he had, they say, a frenetic energy. Oh <laughs> man. He oh. is
1: 1990. There's this one promo shot of him that it's like, he's got the lime green tights, the big, like the mullet is like just the volume of it. He's got the tassels around, he's jacked as anything. There yeah, there it, is. there it is, there's a figure. Yeah. It's like you look at that and you just it was just like wow, like I want to know more about like what is this? Yeah. Right? Like this yeah. is taking the business to an entirely new level. Yeah. Innovative as it as it got and yeah, uh,
0: and he like they, you know, you talk about the Attitude Era, and you talk about maybe people before the Attitude Era that were kind of, you know, rebels against the system or whatever. But unknowingly, he was that guy. Like he yes. was, he wasn't, he wasn't automatically made in the USA Hulk Hogan esque, but he was the he was this guy. He was the rock, the look like rock star. You I'm know, unknown. Yeah, from part time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was a character. And he—and I mean, combined with what WWE can do for you, like the music, the entrance, the running out, the shaking of the ropes, the, like uh, it just brought fans to their feet every single time. You weren't like, if, if you combine his character and his natural craziness and charisma with WWE selling it for him, It was gold. (laughs) Uh, And
1: just the height of kayfabe, right? The heart of the superhero.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, It was just prime, right? 1990, it it is prime for this to happen. It's the biggest event of the year. It's got a massive crowd. Oh, yeah. 67,000. Yeah. (laughs) And... You know, and and the Skydome's hot at that point because you've got the the Blue Jays are are a good team too. If you remember in the late '80s, like early '90s, I mean, Gaston's Blue Jays, like they're so you've got some energy. I mean, you've got a venue that's that's rocking. That's an exciting time, right? And
0: uh, I was looking like we talk about WrestleMania seven. A lot of WrestleManias had a lot of matches. WrestleMania seven had a lot. This WrestleMania had fourteen matches plus some performances. But I, and like they were making a big deal about that. I looked at at WrestleMania five. That also had fourteen matches. So really? like so really? like the and you don't yeah you don't really notice it. But um, Vince would say, or, like or the people who speak for Vince would say that like you know and it's debatable whether you would want you know longer more meaningful matches or if you'd want everyone on the card no matter what. And Vince wanted everyone on the card because it was about the quote-unquote extravaganza.
1: Yes, extravaganza,
0: yes. (laughs) Like, everyone had to be involved, whether it was, like, some of these matches were, like, five to eight minutes. Some of them were, like, four minutes, you know, but um, obviously Warrior and Hogan went longer than that. But 14 matches, um, the whole event was, it looks like three hours and 35 minutes. Um, And so you get Warrior and Hogan built up. You get the first time... First time they're out of the country for a WrestleMania. Yep. First time that they're in this kind of venue with this kind of crowd. And I mean, well, they were in the Silver Dome for a WrestleMania three. Um, but first time you get Babyface versus Babyface yes. in the main event for, for, and we'll talk about this, but for two titles. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it though? I don't know. But, um, uh, so we get we get to the match now uh, that was my my first question that i had written down was do you do you think i guess i guess maybe before the match or leading up to ma- to the match like was warriors spot that he was being given was was it time or was it quick or was it i don't think it was too late but was it too quick or was it was it his time
1: i think it was just right, because you know, you have him winning the intercontinental title over Honky Tonk Man, and 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 it's just right. in seconds. And yeah. the longest
0: know. reigning intercontinental champion. Yeah,
1: right. And <laughs> it's you see it be in like a minute. Yeah. And, and like I think at that moment they're making their statement. Like here we go. Like it, it's off to the races. Yeah, literally. Because he. was would- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know he, he does the thing with Rude. You know he's involved with with the Heenan angle um you know he is getting built up he's got those matches with andre where he's squashing andre Mm -hmm. you know it it came time where i think in order for him to be appropriately challenged with his popularity ascending at the same time i think you had to make him the champion you had to build up the 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 stakes of his matches Mm -hmm. right um they had to mean something. Um, so I, I think it was the right time because I don't know who else you could have put him with that he needed to prove himself. I think him squashing Andre, and my goodness, what a professional and classy move for Andre. Oh, I mean, no. his warrior was stiff, right? I mean, you look at those, I think it's <laughs> tough destruction, right? They're talking about how he yeah. is drilling him with that clothesline. I, yeah. I mean, just taking it. Right. I think there's like one time where he tried to, like, you know, there, yeah, it. the story was like,
0: you know, right. house show after house show, house show, he would stiff Andre with the clotheslines. And then one night, Andre just put his fist out and like, <laughs> punched a warrior, <laughs> just ran into him, punched him right in the nose. And like he was like out on his feet. And then Sorry. and then Bob says the next night, the warrior goes the ding, the ding, the ding. Yeah. <laughs> does not stiff him just like you know, does a clothesline the way you're supposed to do a clothesline, right? right. And, uh,
1: and Andre's like, He'll learn, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. and it's incredible that he did that for him. Mm-hmm. So, I think you know, that's where he needed to go because yep. the only, because otherwise, what ends up happening is like you take a guy like Earthquake, you know, maybe you give Dino Bravo some more steam. If they're not going to meet the warrior at the main event level, you're almost like relegating them to mid-card, right? It's almost like to build up your heels to Mm -hmm. that level and to have like a soft landing following a clean loss, it's got to be to the champion.
0: Yeah, the only, I think, and we'll talk about them later, but I think the only other option would have been Macho Man. And like they put Macho Man against Dusty Rhodes, but Macho Man, like that's things for Macho Man because he a year earlier, he was... a year earlier, for the last two years, he was in the title picture with Hogan, and then now he's he's your semi-main event in WrestleMania six, but it's overlooked. Like it's the it's the Absolutely. the um the mixed tag match with Sherry and uh, Sapphire. Sapphire, and uh, yeah, like the only other. But like Warrior, you know, Vince was all about you know the big stature guys back then and whatnot, and so like you can't. You can't have. I mean, Warrior Rude was good, and they like mm-hmm. he he dropped the belt and then won the belt back, and um, for the Intercontinental title. But yeah. the you know once that was over, unless you're putting him with Savage, you gotta. I guess you gotta go the next step. And the only the only problem was, like probably, you know they made Warrior a little too invincible. Because how is he going to, I know it was title for title, and we'll talk about that, but how is he going to drop the Intercontinental title either way? Like, if he's going to drop it before Mania, who's going to beat him? And how are they going to beat him? Like, he was as undefeated, as undefeatable as Hogan. So, yeah, like, absolutely. You just didn't know what was going to happen in that match. And, like, it, yeah. that
1: just made it all the more interesting. But, and couldn't, to your point about Savage, I think it goes back to that earlier idea of you couldn't have another hogan savage blow off at wrestlemania i mean you really are almost talking three wrestlemanias because four right it was hogan was absolutely you get this mega powers and so yeah like,
0: a lot of people do talk about there should have been a hogan savage too but like it would have been almost three in yeah a yeah and just like, that,
1: that and then and like you can, matches yeah you can and kind I of predict agree. the outcome Right, and I think to put Savage against heel Savage against Warrior, not for the title at six, it just doesn't work. Right, yeah. I feel like it's like, what are the stakes? Like, what's <laughs> the what's the reason? Like, both of these are already established stars. Yeah, and they, it's that time. Yep. Yeah. So,
0: so yeah, we get Hogan Warrior, um, the Ultimate Challenge at WrestleMania six, and it's title for title the the way the way it reads and so warrior is the intercontinental champion hogan's the world wrestling federation champion they say title for title but they that's the only way they say it like they Mm -hmm. say champion versus champion title for title that's even the way howard finkel announces it but no one like during that time you assume that that means whoever wins wins both belts absolutely but but was it really it doesn't it, like looking looking back looking at all the data and all the interviews it doesn't seem like that's what it was because and then like and then I'm um, like hindsight being 2020 if Hogan won what is he what is what what does is he win what is he is he gonna because right we'll get you know but what's he gonna do with the intercontinental
1: belt so, right. like, it, it, unless they went for like the unified champion of the world, right? You, know, you think boxing, you know, where they bring mm-hmm. in different, um, you know, it's funny because like you look back now and you wonder, yeah, I wonder if Hogan would have wanted to win the Intercontinental Champion just to be able to set himself up to be like a Triple Crown Champion or would know to be like, oh, I want that belt too. Right. I want to have been an Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, like we know that right after Mania Six, the belts vacated, there's a tournament you know, ultimately perfect comes out on top of that. Or mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but I think they, they said it because it made you feel like warrior had something to lose stepping in that ring. Yeah. Right. That there was something at stake for him, but you're right. It, it wasn't really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what did you think of the match?
0: If you remembered it or, you know. Yeah. It's, I mean,
1: it's, it's sensational. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's by awesome.
0: far, up until that point, by far, Warriors' best match could have been Hogan's best match. I mean, Savage. Savage,
1: you know, maybe Savage, but like,
0: definitely Warriors' best match at for that at that time.
1: Yeah, I mean, the crowd is just so into it. The announcing team is so into it. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, they they sell it. They, it was it was awesome. It was everything you'd want it to be. It's physical. Mm-hmm um you know i think both men's weaknesses like in that moment you don't you can't see it yeah, you know? yeah. I, I think it's like a matter of i think both people understanding in that moment we have some limitations so we're going to play to our strengths
0: yeah and, you know? and that was huge for warrior especially to understand because right
1: he was right. viewed he was viewed as
0: you know the big pop the music the run out the shaking of the ropes and then it was over. And then he was viewed as like a horrible worker after that. <laughs> like in, right. between, in between the bells, you didn't get what you wanted. But this match, you got it. And they Absolutely. said they said he, you know, finally took instruction well <laughs> in this. Yeah. Match. So like so, and my whole thing is like watching all these matches back, and being a big Warrior fan. Like if he would have taken instruction well the whole time, but just. You know, obviously, you can have the entrance, but when you're in the ring, just slow down, just just let it, let the match come to you. And he just he, for whatever reason, all his matches before this were just very similar. Very, I mean, he had a good feud with Rude, I think, uh, before, but when he faced like a Hercules or a, Oscar, yeah. a giant or someone like that,
1: you didn't get much. <laughs> and it's a tough it's a tough balance because mm-hmm. there is an air of invincibility about the ultimate warrior. Right. Right. Like how vulnerable can you make him? Like, I remember watching a match from 92, you know, later on, but just yeah. seeing warrior and Rick, the model Martel, and it's a long match. Martel definitely gets his hits in. I mean, I remember him, you know, kind of like slamming him against the outside. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a warrior kind of, you know, will call it hulks up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> comes back and the, the outcome is never in doubt. Yeah, But it's weird to see him in that position. So it, it, it's almost part of the character that he's not, he, you know, yeah. it's how he was marketed, I, I think yeah. for better or worse. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I definitely equate it to Goldberg today. Like yes. he was that intense guy who had the quick matches and, but that's what you wanted. But when you look back, Did like, would you
1: have done it differently because could you have gotten more out of the character? I don't know. Right. And that's where I think, I think that's why the WrestleMania six match is so good is because, yeah, I think he felt comfortable being vulnerable with Hogan in the ring, Mm -hmm. that it's believable that this guy is gonna take him the distance yeah. Whereas I, I don't know that it was. I think it could have been believable with Andre. I think mm-hmm. you know it's believable in seven with Macho King. Well, I mean, after all those elbow drops, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but he showed that he could do it. Right. Right. Um, he could have and, a great match. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I feel I, like
0: actually, six. I feel like WrestleMania six solidified it, and then, like obviously, seven was one of his best matches too. But he didn't. He didn't have the throw as many of the throwaway matches after six
1: as he did before six right he got right there. and so like when we look at that six match mm-hmm. you know he he ultimately wins mm-hmm. you know hogan bold move basically kicks out at three and a quarter yes all I right was ask you about that yeah. <laughs> uh, and all right so this is kind of where we start going to go into like the real ultimate challenge yeah all right so was the ultimate challenge Warrior's moment or was it really Hogan's moment to go forward? And how and much- it, and and What do you mean go forward? All right, so here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I look at WrestleMania six, and I think that Warrior beats Hogan and I think for Warrior, the next best feud- would have been Mr. Perfect. Right? Like here's a guy who is, you know, build is perfect. And we know, you know house shows and things, but like mm-hmm. canon as it goes, mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect's perfect. So for perfect to go against Warrior at SummerSlam 90 with his undefeated streak intact, there's stakes there, right? It's like, whoa, perfect never loses. So you would add perfect beefcake. Yes. And we know Hogan's boy is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yes. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I think that's part of the fun of this, of what we're doing and our listeners to, to think about. Did Hogan set up the warrior by having beefcake take out, hear me out here. All right. Beefcake takes out perfect. At WrestleMania. Yes. Perfect. Goes on to be the intercontinental champion, but he's now a mid Carter. Okay. Like Perfect's He's, he's a mid Carter. Yeah. It's a darn good one, but perfect could have stayed at a very high level, and I think could have been Summerslam '90s opponent. Mm-hmm. Who's the other possible Summerslam 90 opponent that could have given Warrior Heat? Could have built up a feud. Could have got fans ready to go. It's Earthquake.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hogan basically commandeers Earthquake, mm-hmm. and when Earthquake attacks Hogan, injures him. He got. He does this one. He does the campaign right, to come back, yeah, and you go by this name, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. Was the immortal Hulk Hogan the fact that Earthquake squashes him, or the idea that, that Hogan lost, his mortality was put in question by the warrior, but now he's the immortal Hulk Hogan, and this warrior, this supposed future of the company is not taking me down. Because when you look at that SummerSlam 90 I'm getting ahead of myself that 90 poster you've got um it's it's Hogan tugboat now we know it's going to be Boss Man in his corner. Mm-hmm. You know, Earthquake Bravo. That's on the top right mm-hmm. and below it Rude Warrior in the cage. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like the top bill. It doesn't. Because right. of their and it's it's I don't want to, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe we're reading too much into this. I think that's no, the point of no. the podcast about old school wrestling in you know two thousand twenty-one. <laughs> because you have people in the corner, the pictures are that much bigger mm-hmm. to accommodate that match. Right. So that is taking up the bulk of the advertisement page, mm-hmm. and on the bottom, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, the the title is up for grabs. <clears throat> right. So they say you know Warrior didn't draw well, and and, and but by he himself. was never given. The shot to have it right. It it, it, se- it feels like it was a half measured approach to bring back Rude that had already been done. You had the two matches, <clears throat> had the pose off at the Rumble. That ship had sailed. Rick Rude Un- wrestles Jimmy Snuka in a meaningless match at WrestleMania. Right, set. right. Uh, unfortunately, what do you think. Um, unfortunately,
0: like. If, unfortunately, Rude was already done because I like, if it wasn't done, I like the idea of Warrior having a thing with Rude right away because Rude was great. Like, I feel like put Warrior, the new champion, with someone who can have great matches. And maybe, maybe Earthquake could have great matches as a big guy. Yeah. But I feel like Warrior against Earthquake as the... As the show goes, like how if that if that's a house show after house show culminating at SummerSlam or whatever. I mean, it was what it was back then. That probably would have worked. I like, but for Warrior and his wrestling IQ and his his getting over as a guy who could have a good match. I think I think Rude is the guy that could get Warrior there more consistently than Earthquake, because Warrior did. Fight earthquake, not as a big yeah. build-up thing, but they had their matches, and they weren't, they weren't as great. I don't think. Like us, I'm pretty sure there's one on World Tour, and there might be another one, kind of televised on a Coliseum video here or there. But I think Warrior could do more with Rude. Rude could do more with Warrior. Definitely. Um, you know, as as just a wrestling match, and that's where your Mr. Perfect thing comes in. Like, yes, World's Perfect and Rude could get Warrior where he needed to be. I mean, you know, obviously, scoop slamming guys like Andre and Earthquake, like that's that's yeah. what like the kids want to see and whatnot. And that's, but that's to your point, that's how Hogan got that. So like he got the big moments with Earthquake where Warrior could have had probably better matches with the more athletic Rudes and Perfects. Hogan, you're right, still got that, that spot even though it wasn't for a title it was probably built up more you had boss man in the the corner and you had uh, bravo in the corner and whatnot and then um like i heard i heard about they were talking about how warrior fought rude in the cage the big blue cage yep and they were saying some of the producers were saying that like they don't they don't know why like maybe, maybe because Ro- Rooted Warrior went back so far, but like a cage is usually the, the absolute last match in a very long rivalry or whatever. But this was kind of like a start over for and Warrior and like they went right into a cage match and therefore they didn't think like the cage meant as much as it could have if it was done, if it was differently. But I do see, I do see your point about Earthquake because he was the next big heel. Like right. he was new, he was huge, and he got he got Hogan right away. And Hogan, I don't know, like there was talking about how he was getting older. Like WrestleMania six, he was getting older. He was going to do a movie. His wife was going to have a kid, so he was going to take time off. Didn't looking back, it didn't seem like he took much time off. No, no, <laughs> like he was. I'm pretty sure right after six, he was on like a event like saturday night main event again against perfect and then may have taken maybe it wasn't perfect but he was on like saturday night main event um and then may have taken some time off but still did not take much off because i'm pretty sure in the summer like it might have been like a month or so but he was back and then the quake thing started
1: yeah and that's where i think you have to st- i think uh, it's on him to step away like if you're going to put someone over, you need to put them over, and I don't, I don't expect, and I I, I think it's reasonable to say, all right, I don't expect Hogan and Warrior to have house shows. Mm-hmm. Right. We can't. We we no. know that. Yeah. Would have been amazing to have you know Hogan put over Warrior at Madison Square Garden at a house show. Yeah. Unpack you know, yeah. that place out. Put, you right. know. Right. That's too much to expect. Like, mm. I- I'm willing to give him that and still be critical, you yeah. know, he gets a pass <laughs> for that. But to your point, like, maybe you put Rude against him in house shows. Mm. They have a history, they've done it before. Rude's beaten So maybe, you know, for the fans going to the house show, it's like, well, you know, I mean, could happen. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're saving a new feud. You have the Heenan connection. So perfect can always kind of be at ringside. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rude wins a couple matches by count out. Mm -hmm. you know because warrior goes and like chases uh bobby the brain and and rude into the back yeah you know rudes in the it gets his hand up in the ring and it's like whoa okay yeah i think they built some heat with that Mm -hmm. Um, they did say they did say that like i mean um
0: uh bruce pritchard did say that you know they may have not have thought about it as much as we are thinking about it but they did he said that like um you had earthquake you had rude, you had perfect, you had, and he was, and he was mentioning like the Heenan family guys. Like he said, you had a lot of guys to choose from to work with Hogan or warrior. And we kind of just chose like, and, but like, maybe they didn't think about it as much, but probably they thought of who's going to work with Hogan.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So do you think that the whole, immortal Hulk Hogan do you think that's kind of a shot at the warrior it, it,
0: there, there's the the sentiment is like you know Hogan and warrior um, at Wrestlemania 6 warrior ran to the ring Hogan walked oh. to the ring they were the only two in the whole night that didn't ride the little cart oh. to the ring and but when, when they left Hogan left on that ring cart and it it said that it said that everyone was watching him leave and not watching the warrior in the ring at that time. So, so, and then it's also said that, I mean, it's been like said before that to get, to get someone over, you sprinkle a little Hogan dust on them. So like (laughs) was, could, could the warrior have got, could the warrior not, did that need to happen like to, to solidify that Hogan is saying, okay, here's the torch and run with it. But, but, so in that sense, yeah, that's the immortal Hulk Hogan. Like, like he may have been beat, but he now has risen to this other level that, I mean, this was like, he was beat. The Hulk Hogan was beat for the first time clean since, I don't even know. <laughs> right? Who has beat Hogan clean? I don't think in that modern era, uh, I think you got to go pre-WrestleMania, like res- the pre-WrestleMania one, to find where Hogan is beat, shoulders to the mat, one, two, three. And when he was, yeah, you're right. He may have became immortal. <laughs> All right, so now
1: I've never thought of this angle before. You talk about Hogan and that Hogan dust and putting him over. You could replace the Warrior right now and throw in Bret Hart in 1993. Because Hogan was a face, Mm -hmm. the top face. It's almost like Hogan could drop the belt to a heel because the heel is never going to replace him. Right. The face could replace him. And yet Hogan is so larger than life. It's always like, yeah, but did you beat Hogan? Right. Right. So it's like, so the way that Hogan drops the title to Yokozuna, King of the Ring 93, Mm -hmm. because he felt more comfortable doing that as opposed to laying down or taking the sharpshooter from Brett. It's almost that same like insecurity with, with warrior. You almost wonder, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, does the ultimate challenge not happen? to your point, does, you know, maybe Warrior beats the undefeated perfect at six. Quake beats Hogan for the same reasons he's going to take time off. I mean, you got Suburban Commando, that mm-hmm. movie's coming out. Like he was, that was kind of going to be his time. It was going to work. Yeah. So Quake is the one. Quake Ooh. beats Hogan. Warrior beats Quake at SummerSlam 90. And then you kind of go forward in the sense that he didn't have to do that hogan hurdle Mm -hmm. what do you think of that idea that because you said it's never been done before like a face versus face yeah they're so big but you know in hogan's mind it's if he loses to a face it's i think it's more significant than losing to a heel Mm -hmm. the face has to beat you cleanly yeah yeah heel can have some doubt Mm -hmm. you know outside interference pulling of the tights a steel chair that the referee doesn't see. Think about when he, you know, loses it to Andre DiBiase. That whole thing, like, or Quake just literally injured injuring, right, 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 right. And on the outside. Right, Quake hits him with a chair. Does the does the Quake on the outside to his leg, and it's like, oh, it wasn't fair. You couldn't wrestle. But to lose to a face, it's got to be clean. It's got to yeah. be clean that that face to yeah. take the company. Yeah, and that was the first loss was to a face. Right. So, so to your point, like, was Warrior ready at that point to do it? I think he was ready with the fans, but was he ready for that amount of, to say it, drama that was going to go along with it?
0: Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think you have less questions in the long run if it works out, if it plays out the way you just said. Like if Hogan loses to a big heel, Warrior then beats that heel, and then Hogan comes back. Having lost the match, so he has a loss on his record. So then you have, then you may have Hogan Warrior at seven. Yep. And and maybe
1: you fill up the L A. the L A. Coliseum like they want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a. uh,
0: That might have been, you know, a. a More not. I want to say a better way to go, but a more solidified way to go because uh if warrior beat the heel that beat hogan or that knocked out hogan for a time and then hogan makes a comeback then i don't know then i don't know who they'd put over at seven right
1: right <laughs> but it's a totally different dynamic then yeah it, 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 you're talking huge shift to the company because then you're yeah. not talking the slaughter angle mm-hmm. that's not part of it right um, right no or maybe it is to a lesser extent and it's like a mid-card thing and Hacksaw takes them on or something. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And if they wanted to capitalize on what was happening. But, um, I mean, it gets you it gets you thinking. Yeah. Right? Like, what, was there a better way to do it? Because I think it's unfair to say that Warrior couldn't draw when I don't think we had the data to support it. I don't think we have. And, and here's the thing, like, I'd be interested to see gates then because the
0: only one the only one that i know of that they talked about was i think it was right after that's that's where i was i think i was getting um that hogan didn't go away right away because i think there was a show after wrestlemania where it was going to be warrior i can't remember who warrior is facing but they only drew so many ticket sales at that time where they put warrior against whoever i can't it might have been like it might have been a bad opponent it might have been like dino bravo or something but right. like but that's their fault but yeah, yeah but exactly. if, they, if they put warrior against bravo and they didn't draw sales and then they said they added perfect versus hogan and then the
1: sales went jumped up
0: right. but like
1: because but like, Warrior didn't get a shot to take the top guy if you put right. warrior versus earthquake at your house shows you're right. getting a, you're getting people yeah you know it's it's not so another thing that i was thinking of and i know you've we've talked about this before and i want you to kind of push this theory a little bit because i think it just speaks to like where the company was at the time and where their headspace was Mm -hmm. talk to me about uh, survivor series 90 Mm -hmm. and i mean because there you've got another kind of hogan warrior kind of connection you've got warrior in the opening spot with that one right yeah Kind of what do, you, what do you make of that yes. and how does that speak to this? So
0: that, I mean, that you would hope that that would play into your scenario because Warrior, I mean, Warrior as the new mm-hmm. WWE champion, I mean, he just coming off SummerSlam 90, so he beat Rude, So he's mm-hmm. still the champ. He has, he has a great team, like him, LOD, yeah. and the Texas Tornado, all, all quote-unquote Warriors, like the Road Warriors, the modern day warrior in the texas tornado yep. you get mr perfect so you get who you yes. wanted in that spot but you but you give perfect demolition and like i get the demolition thing against lod you know that kind of thing and but like at that time it was texas tornado and perfect that were kind of feuding warrior yeah i mean you would have hoped but warrior's kind of just like the team captain not really a part of he didn't have
1: team. a place
0: right right yeah. and uh but at that at that survivor series so i know you were you were kind of upset that he was opening as the champion mm-hmm. and then like uh hogan what hogan's team was more kind of more recognizable and obviously facing earthquakes team so like hogan earthquake that's again the big one two punch draw there heel versus uh, babyface, but you were getting for the first time the grand finale match of survival. So you get warrior opening and closing the card. I, so, I like that perspective. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. so Thank like you. it well, was looking at it. Yeah, because I know you felt it a slight to warrior to open the card, and if they didn't have that at the end, yeah, like that would have been because when he, when I said that he. Um, at that Survivor Series before WrestleMania 6 I'm pretty sure Warrior's team closed the card that night. And Warrior was the sole survivor of that Survivor Series, of that team. So that, like, he was in a better spot then than he would have been in this one as the champ. But, um, and obviously, you know, I say that that he opened and closed the card, but Hogan was also in the more recognizable match as in the in the middle of the card with the more recognizable feuds and characters and there's the hogan dust again where he's with the warrior in the grand finale he's building up the warrior in the in the prelude interview in the back to the grand finale he's like i've never seen so <laughs> i've never seen uh, so much energy in one man before and all this stuff. <laughs> and the warrior's just like ah. Just going, drawing, yeah. energy. <laughs> but uh but acting like he's the immortal one giving the magic dust to the champion the warrior so it's just it's it's i and don't know how, i don't do know it. how you to, i guess to your point i don't know how you give a guy like the warrior who's only been there for a couple years that spot when Hogan has had it for six plus years, unless Hogan goes away.
1: And to that point too, Hogan could have gotten eliminated in that match of survival. Yeah. right. They have this huge heel team and Tito goes out early. Mm-hmm. Hogan could have gotten counted out. He could have gotten pinned. Like he could have set it up so that warrior had to at least take out three guys and mm-hmm. could have really again, said, this is the champion. Yeah, This is the guy. And he gets the ring by himself at the end of that event. And he didn't. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. And that's, again, you could look at it as, it's awesome TV. Because for kids to see that at the end of the match, Warrior and Hogan in the ring, and they did it. And these are the two guys. These are the two guys. Right. Not, wow, look at what Warrior did. Right. You You know, and... And so that that like
0: literally that just brought to my mind the question. So obviously we know where we go, as we head into has it head into Royal Rumble and then WrestleMania seven. But that brings to my mind. So if it went down, how it went down? WrestleMania six, babyface versus babyface. Warrior Hogan, Warrior wins. And up to Survivor Series, there's they're the top two guys. And there's like one and one a and so to i said i just said um if how do you get warrior in that top spot without hogan going away would there have been anything in your mind to turn hogan
1: heel so there's an interesting way i think you could have done it you have the match of survival but you add a wrinkle you're picking the names out of the hat. Mm. It's not the gobbledygooker in the egg. The egg has the names of the survivors in it. And <laughs> people are wait, that's the wrong. No, that's the right one. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, that's wait, the right one. Yeah, I'm sorry. That that you know, you had the names in the egg, and you pull them out, and you've got Warrior and Hogan on different teams. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've I've heard, you know. You know, back in the day, we used to talk about like, what if, what if you could have created a heel stable of that Survivor Series team and give me Warrior, give me LOD, give me like Los An- at the time, Los Angeles Raiders, Silver and Black. <laughs> yeah. And wow. Yeah. I don't know how that would have went over. I think that would have been really, really a, a gamble. Yeah. Um, Because your merchandise sales are big. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any chance of. I don't think you're doing that. (laughs) Yeah. We know Hogan could do the heel. Mm -hmm. You know, he could have almost played up like the Bret Hart, like bitter old, like, I told you to say your prayers and eat your vitamins, and now you're, you know, and. Yeah. 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 Because, like, the. That
0: was, this was around the first time, like I said, they were saying that Hogan's getting a little older, but. If Warrior is getting the same Hogan pop and Warrior is more like a rebel, and the fan, some of these fans that like Warrior start, you know, not liking the baby of all baby faces, Hogan, so much, like made in the USA, yep. say your prayers, eat your vitamins train, and all that. Like it it could have been a thought to to play on, like it would have been. <laughs> It would have like you could never imagine, especially as a kid. Hulk
1: Hogan turning heel, Uh, so like yeah, he still had too much steam left. Yeah, yeah. there were still too many. But that that just begs a question. Yeah, that just begs a question. Yeah.
0: So I know I know that you like to talk about it, but like after this Survivor Series, these two these two were left Survivor Series standing hand in hand, raised hands where do you go from here do you go where they went
1: (laughs) i so i i I solidify
0: to solidify the
1: warrior and his new title reign so i i hold to it warrior undertaker the few that never truly got to be yeah um but we still have some time in between there right we still have some time Mm -hmm. I think that Warrior Macho King should have happened for the belt. Mm-hmm. I think there was mm. so much heat. And the idea of Warrior denying when Sherry's like pleading with him for a title shot, he's like, no, what is that? Yeah. Give <laughs> me a break. Like that. Who came up with that idea? <laughs> you know, like you talk about like a fighting champion, and in a lot of ways, that's kind of the beginning of the end. I think. Yeah. And that's odd. I don't know why. Yeah. They- yeah i guess
0: Um, that was odd i would i'm trying trying to solidify it because i remember i remember that like as a kid and he's like no yeah it's so weird
1: right yeah he just
0: like hated savage that much and you know didn't want
1: to didn't want to give him give him the match but so here is what you do you make the rumble rules winner takes on the champion and macho king crushes that royal rumble Mm -hmm. and
0: yeah uh, that's an again you don't have to have if you go that way you don't have to
1: have hogan win another royal rumble so i like that all right so I, i like that idea is that so you go from all right so you go from survivor series now, we talked about this in our Royal Rumble podcast. We know the way the Iraq war is going to go. Yeah. You could have actually had, if, you re- if Vince really wanted to do it, you could have had heel slaughter get built up at Survivor Series and have Warrior beat him. Mm-hmm. The, the way, you know, we didn't know it at the time, obviously, but yeah. that was like the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think Whitney Houston at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. 25, you know, singing the national anthem. Like that was kind of like the height of that purging off conflict, that war, that yeah. purging off war. So you could have had warrior do a quick blow off with slaughter kind of, you know, have warrior get that, maybe that patriotic and maybe you kind of start to move away from parts unknown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can still do that ridiculous thing with Savage, but then Savage wins the rumble and then WrestleMania seven, you could have. So like we've already talked about two man dance for WrestleMania seven, that could have worked Mm -hmm. rematch with Hogan Mm-hmm. or going the other path and you could have had macho king and macho king would have been really built up because he would have won the rumble and i don't know you could have said for some reason he like, you could have unpacked why didn't he want to wrestle him i don't know there could have been some some reason i don't know yeah
0: yeah yeah um, so what do you do with because because what they did was you know hogan was the established real american and yep. even and Warrior did wear the red, white, and blue at the Rumble. Those the are cool tights, yeah, yeah. That was a really cool. good outfit. And uh, um, so, and then the story was that they were going to have Tugboat uh, yes. in, in the original angle against yes. against Hogan, turn on Hogan and be that Iraqi turncoat
1: guy, as they said, like sheik Tugboat or something like that. Oh, my gosh. And you, you could have done that, though. Because Right, so you could have still done the Hogan I'm a, I'm a real American. I guess Vince, just,
0: Vince just loves his big men, like his big, yeah. big evil heel guys, and Slaughter wasn't a huge in shape or a huge,
1: a huge mm-hmm. guy. You, so you could have basically done Earthquake Part 2 with Tugboat.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. it would
1: have still sold though. Yeah, People would have still got jacked for him body slamming him. Mm-hmm. They could have rallied around the, the, you know, the, the patriotism angle. you could have kept warrior going and actually i like greater heads out here because i think that's probably the healthiest direction to go for the company because it really puts them on parallel tracks like it basically says like the warrior is carrying the company and he's in the title picture and this is personal for hogan kind of like how like bret hart could was never questioned by the undertaker in that 93 94 95 run because they were on like parallel paths right like they were they were, never, they were never competing interests.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like your thought there because that actually is maybe – I'm just going to – that's the way to do it. That's <laughs> the way – you, you've got to keep them, as you say, 1 and 1A. Mm-hmm.
0: You've
1: got to put them on parallel tracks.
0: It's tough. Because is- where do you if, – if Hogan's not in the title picture, where is he on the card? And where is he – like he – He's Hulk Hogan. Like, he can't, I guess he can't be, he can't be not important. He, right. Like, he has to be 1A if Warriors won. And it's just a tough, it's, he's him still being in the picture is just a tough hurdle for the Warrior as champion to overtake one instead of being 1A, even with the title. Right. Right. And like, did you know that um, at the Royal Rumble of 91, that day like during the Royal Rumble is when we declared war on Iraq. Is that right? Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. What wow. during the pay-per-view they
1: found out. Wow. Oh <laughs> yeah. my
0: gosh. So it became real while they were <laughs> while they were doing the whole slaughter angle. <laughs> wow, that's a bold move.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you almost you almost changed course at that. Mm-hmm.
0: So what so seeing what happened, what did you what did you think about I guess we'll go, we'll, we'll go up to at least seven, but what did you think about uh, the, the scene with Macho King and the scepter hitting the warrior and then
1: dropping it the to most, slaughter? The most devastating event in the history <laughs> of professional wrestling period. I think it's the most controversial decision. Everything about that, from the backstage to the kayfabe, I just remember hearing about it secondhand. I didn't see it live, but hearing people <laughs> the next day and like everybody was like and macho king hit him with the scepter and he was hurt and it, you felt like a level of empathy that was like ridiculous <laughs> that scepter thought. shattered over his skull okay. that that impression there's a the, i think you listened to that same picture the guy does the macho man boy macho king boys he's like i'm swinging for the fences <laughs> and then the crazy thing is is that they say, I think it's the same one, but they say, like, warrior. That's why he wore a baseball cap. Fast forward to 1996, when Waller's gonna hit him with the, with the painting because he's got the trauma, awesome. he probably got concussed from that thing. I never, yeah, I never thought of that. That's that awesome. was unbelievable. I think the guy's like, yeah, I'm swinging for the fences. So he did. Like, That's that is insane. <laughs> oh. I wanna I wanna see
0: that scepter. I wanna see what it was made of. I wanna right. and warrior in the promos after he would go like this and he would show the crystal in his skull. Oh. Really? He's, like, he's know, like that was insane. So <laughs> at the said scene, he made man. he made the doctor stitch over it so it would remain in his skull. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> like seriously that all right so as much as i am so critical and like i love to look back at this time
0: yeah
1: that scepter moment is also incredible though yeah i, I don't i think all right i think we still have to find a way to keep that scepter in there maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe it's that all right maybe it's like macho king hits it and then, like maybe you just you, you dq like you dq it but Warriors taken out on like a stretcher or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So, then, like, then you, so can have, then you can have Warrior Savage for the title. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I right. still think you could have created that scepter moment.
0: Did you need, do you think you needed, like, with the uh, American versus Iraqi war match, do you think you need the title involved though?
1: I think as we think about our conversation, not if it's Hogan, because Hogan could carry it on his own. Mm-hmm. that was his spot he makes it meaningful now news outlets at the time that are going to be covering this are going to be talking about how there's an iraqi sympathizer and it sergeant slaughter and whole code's going against them right so in a way even in that even in this scenario that we're talking about where i think it's foolproof it's it's not because <laughs> they're going to be talking about that no one's going to be talking about some <laughs> face painted guy running the ring shaking the ropes <laughs> I get like against the like ultimate archetype of Macho King. Like it's still not exactly. No, he can't do it if Hogan's there. He can't, I, I'm, I'm saying it. He can't, he never had the shot. And that's the real ultimate challenge of this thing. He yeah. never had the shot.
0: And that is, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, and like i am i am i will not put it all on Hogan and Vince and whatnot. Like I won't put it on them in a bad way up, Unfortunately, because I'm I was a big Warrior guy. Unfortunately, I have to put it on Warrior some because not knowing we didn't you didn't know you didn't follow like yeah you read articles and stuff but like you didn't know kayfabe you didn't follow the behind the scenes business back then and like all the guys were characters back then but and even Hogan but like obviously you knew from you know watching the Warrior that he was a little out there and. You know his his promos were ridiculous but like you didn't you didn't know what you know today that like he literally literally thought of himself as a character around normal people in normal venues and he wasn't so he's not the guy who is in the back coming up with matches talking with Vince about this and that like Hogan is Hogan probably had Right, definitely like, creative
1: control over certain things and like you trust hogan because like yeah. at the end of the day hogan's in hogan's best interest he wants to be the guy selling out arenas you can only sell out arenas if you have a good product and he was invested in creating that product yeah right he was
0: in, he was he was invested in creating the product warrior unfortunately for warrior was only invested in warrior he wasn't invested in the business you know, as much as Hogan was.
1: So that actually leads to a big question I want to ask you, and I had to written down. This is the perfect okay. segment for it. Um, I, 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 before I start that, I say that there's an epic. If if you if you're out there and, and listening, and Matt, I want you to check this one out. There's an epic Regis and Kathy Lee where The Ultimate Warrior is on, and it is something. I'm I'm sure you've seen it. I've seen it. it is. Yeah. yeah, I but he's to still, say there's he's still the warrior. It's ridiculous, right? <laughs> I
0: All think right. he's on another. I think he's on one of the late night talk shows, like the uh, like Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Hall.
1: Yeah, and yeah. And he's like, <laughs> "It's he's <nuts>. not." <laughs> so here's a big question for you, and I think we're going to revisit this again. I think, cause I think we're going to talk about the Warrior more. I, i I, I, think he's the most interesting topic. Yeah. To I want a part two about his second, his second time. part's down. unknown too. <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done it. <laughs> All right. So we know that early on, Jim Hellwig teams with Steve Borden, Sting. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. So here's my thought. What if, see, I think you could have gotten the Ultimate Warrior over with kids, and it didn't have to be Jim Hellwig, And he didn't have to be as crazy in his promos of talking about getting in the cockpit door. You could have had, like, you could have just taken Sting. You could have given him the face paint. You could have given him the music. You say he's from like Venice Beach, California. You tie that surfing angle in. And I think you have the ultimate warrior and all the good with a better technician, with a guy with a head for the business. And I think, I, I don't think this is good. Like, and you can totally challenge this. I don't think Jim Hellick necessarily was the only person that could have been the ultimate warrior. I, I think you could have had a better fit and i think it could i think it could have been sting i think you could have tied the texas tornado into it i think i don't think that jim helwig necessarily has had to be synonymous with the warrior Mm -hmm. for that angle and those like what everything that made him great it wasn't even really the promos you look back at it now and it's insane it was everything that went along with it what do you think of that i mean was there a way to make the war could could the warrior have stepped the character, the, the character? I think I, I think you're right as
0: saying that someone else could have been the ultimate warrior and done it that way. I don't think Jim Hellwig could have been the ultimate warrior and done it that way. I think Jim Hellwig had to be Jim Hellwig. And as soon like I don't know where where Jim Hellwig goes if they didn't give him the music. And the the I mean he was already wearing what he was wearing and face painted what he was face painted as the dingo warrior. He yeah. didn't come. He didn't come running out like there's there's like dark matches where he comes out high fiving fans and smiling. Yeah. Before, before the ultimate warrior comes along, um, and then like you know a few years later they try to kind of make fun but kind of also bring a fake warrior to WCW and the renegade, renegade the renegade yeah. yeah. Um, yeah i i mean it's 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 cool to look back because they were they were the blade runners warrior and sting and then but like i say that you couldn't have given uh jim helwig the warrior in any other way because he was just not the guy to listen that well at least back then like he like we're saying after six seven well kind of between six and seven, I think, was his best time. Because, like, he seemed to have his best matches. He listened better. He was a better worker. Um, But, like, so in 1990, even though him and Sting had split up and went their separate ways, 1990 was when Warrior won the title. 1990 was when Sting beat Flair for the title. It was, it was a very parallel we yeah. didn't know we didn't notice but it was a very parallel run that both of them had in wcw and in wwf but uh but yeah sting obviously and they they paralleled each other but like sting was the hogan not yeah, so absolutely. much the warrior because like sting actually had a had a regular personality venice beach california just like yeah. hogan like he was he was that ultimate baby face that you could relate to not necessarily that rebel that the warrior was but i don't think jim hellwood could have been anything but that rebel I completely agree yeah, yeah. Totally that's what that yeah no, it was, that's that's a fun that's a fun revisit yeah
1: any <laughs> any any closing thoughts to give you the final word on this one no let's see
0: think we covered most of that i love the hogan dust angle and what did that solidify his immortality i love that <laughs> um <clears throat> you just i just have you know unfortunate they they even said like the the self the, the self-destruction of the ultimate warrior dvd yeah like i watched that again probably the, like i would never watched it before and like uh then i watched the podcast of Bruce Pritchard on the warrior and the, the ultimate warrior DVD was supposed to be about the warrior by the warrior. Like he was supposed to be in it and he didn't want to be in it. And then it was literally um, like an episode, an old episode. I don't know if you ever watched everybody loves Raymond. okay? But it's an old episode where um, you have, Raymond who's the the younger son of Frank and Marie Barone and Frank Barone is like you know he's like an older guy who is not very nice to people and uh not nice to his wife and stuff and he's at he belongs to this lodge lodge, like a you know old man's lodge and they're doing they the his buddies quote unquote at the lodge have to do like a tribute video for Frank and so uh Ray and Robert, Frank's sons, go around with a video camera, trying to get footage of of Frank's buddies from the lodge, giving him or giving him praise and saying what they like about him and saying like he's he's such a good guy. He's done this for the community, blah, blah blah. And they're getting footage, but all the footage is like really bad like stuff about Frank. Like Frank owes me money. Frank did the Frank like uh never paid up for this Frank's a mean guy and whatnot and when they were when warrior didn't want to be a part of his dvd and so they were going to make it without him but then as they were making it and interviewing all these people about the warrior they're looking at each other like all this all this footage and interviews like all these people are saying the same thing that like they didn't like him. <laughs> like, they, didn't, they didn't like to work with him. They didn't think he was like good at all. They think it was out for himself. And they then turned the DVD into the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior when it was
1: supposed yeah. to be like a highlight package of the warrior. Yeah. And unfortunately. Is that on the WWE network or is that kind of out of print and banned? I know because they because I know they try to change course with him by the yeah. end.
0: So I don't, I don't. Think it's on the network. There's a um, like, I forget how many years after that. I think it was. Uh, it was probably a bunch of years. So after that DVD came out, um, probably like at least five years later, when the Warrior went into hall into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, on the network, they have they have Warrior: The Ultimate Legend, and it kind of it's with the Warrior this time and it kind of parallels the dvd but makes it more that warrior was a good guy warrior you know had a family he didn't he didn't like mean all this stuff that like was portrayed and whatnot so like the good
1: is on the network the bad is on this dvd yeah I, saw, I still have a copy of it that's like it was fascinating i remember like when that came out Again, like, that was not a period when I was, you know, watching, but I was like, yeah, that, I want to see that, you know? Yeah. 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 But yeah, he was, he was my guy
0: and like, I mean, WrestleMania six was supposed to solidify him and look, you know, looking back, it's, it's so fun to look back on it where, you know, where we are now and whatnot. And just, again, rehash rebook that's what we do here on yeah, absolutely right it's, just, uh, it's this then that you know, you know yeah. just figure out what could have been and what may have been a better a better ride but we'll never know but it's fun to
1: talk about absolutely this this is great thanks man this, oh, this yeah.
0: I, like yeah, I appreciate it until next time this has been taking it to the mess